Hey friends, it's the Elevated Human Podcast. I'm back. (laughs) I've been thinking a lot lately about what Elevated Human means. And, you know, I haven't done a podcast since September, and I will tell you why in a minute. But Elevated Human to me is somebody who's vibrating at a higher energy level, meaning doing everything that they can to live authentically, to live in the flow, to feel better. And not only that, or in addition to that, that that includes making sure their space is high vibrational and making sure they have a high vibrational effect on other people. So raising other people's energy. So that's what I'm talking about in this podcast. I'm talking about how to raise your energy, how to raise the energy around you, and how to help raise other people's energy primarily through the practice of feng shui. Before I start, I wanted to say that, yay, my book, High Vibe Feng Shui, is now out in stores. You can buy it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, Target, chapters if you're Canadian. It's called High Vibe Feng Shui, 11 Steps to Achieving Your Best Life. I have changed my life over and over again, and I wrote about the 11 steps that I do every time I want to change my life. I put it down on paper and made it a book so that you can do it too. And um, I actually attribute my book success, writing a book and getting it published through my feng shui work. And I give you all the secrets on how I did it in my book. So pick up your copy, and if you review it and take a screenshot and send me the review on my Instagram DM or email, then I will send you a 22-page unreleased copy of Feng Shui, Your Love Life. And um, that's for if you are married and want to enhance your love life or if you're trying to call in love, and I would happily send that as a thank you for reviewing my book. So... Today I want to talk about, oh wait, let me tell you why I've been gone. (laughs) Okay, so the last podcast I did was in September. And shortly thereafter, I think the last time I talked, I was seven about seven months pregnant. And shortly after I released that podcast episode, I delivered a stillborn baby girl who we named Ocean. And needless to say, it was the most traumatic, devastating experience that I've ever been through and hopefully never experience again. Um, I've spent months and months and months grieving and trying, searching for clarity on why this happened. Like that was my favorite first question. Why? Why in a spiritual sense would this happen? What's my life going to be? So like, these past couple months, I've just been getting really clear about my life, about my, you know, what I want to do with my life. The The way I was moving before this, I don't think I was moving in the direction of really anything that was nourishing my soul. So now I'm really clear about where I want to go, what I should be doing. And I did that through journaling and spending a lot of quiet time. I got off social media for a couple months. I took a lot of baths. I read a lot of poetry, Mary Oliver. I read a book called "What um, It's Okay Not to Be Okay. And I highly recommend that for any women or going through infant loss or anybody who's experienced a loss. It was a lifeline in the very beginning for me. So Um, I highly recommend that book. I wrote about my experience on ashleycantley.com 
on my blog. You can read that. Maybe you've experienced something similar. And if you have, I'd love to connect with you. It's one of the things that have been keeping me going through this time is all the outreach from friends and also mostly from other women who've lost their babies. And they've really lifted me up through this horrible, horrible time. Um, But thank God I have a son. My son, who's four years old, he's really also helped pull me through the experience. And I believe I talk about in the blog or in some I've mentioned on social media when I was able to like start kind of functioning again. That was probably a month after this happened. I looked around my space and I was like, oh my gosh, my space has to change now. I've changed and now my space has to change in order for me to start healing. I've noticed anytime I've gone through anything, it always comes back down to my environment and where I am and what my space looks like. So I started feng shuiing my house again, as I always do. I say feng shui is a living and breathing practice so that every time your life changes, your house should change, your feng shui should change, your personal feng shui should change. Um, And that's kind of what I want to talk about today. The four steps to high vibe feng shui, the four things you need to do to practice high vibe feng shui. And the first step part, the very first thing you need to do is get your mindset and home prepared to make major energy shifts. And the way that you do do that in terms of your personal energy is You have to out your limiting beliefs. You have to know what you want, set an intention, and then you have to be real with yourself. Just because you say you want it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen because a lot of times we don't believe that it could happen. Even, you know, at a subconscious level, we don't believe it. So you've got to out all of the limiting beliefs and get to the bottom of that. And then you need to clear the limiting beliefs. And then you need to create some sort of mantra or activation ritual to get your energy flowing and aligned with that which you do want. That's so super important. And in terms of your physical environment, you need to clear away the old energy in your physical environment too before you start shifting it. That means cleaning and decluttering. I say that all the time. Hey, you can go to my uh, website ashleycantley.com or you can go to app feng shui ash and click the link in my bio and I have a really fun good guide to how to clear your space um, clean it and declutter it especially for those of you who are holding on to sentimental items or you're just overwhelmed I give you some really good tips it's it's one of my favorite things that I've created actually and it's free for you so check that out So once you clean and declutter, you need to clear your space too or cleanse it. And I think everyone knows one popular way to do that is through saging. Actually, in my book, High Vibe Feng Shui, I um, dive deep into special rituals on how to activate um, your energy and also cleansing with sage, special rituals um, for that. So um, the second part of practicing high vibe feng shui is getting your so-called feng shui toolbox together. Okay, so the first part of that is looking at the energy map. So it depends what, you know, sect 
of feng shui you practice. I practice a super, super modern version. It's super simple. It's super easy. It works with your style and your intuition as a guide. So for me, aligning the energy map to your space is easy. And I go into it again in my book. I also have done a couple videos on it in my Elevated Human Facebook group, which you can access right now. Click the link in my Facebook or Instagram bio and it will take you there. But so the energy map is a grid and every area of this map correlates to an area of your life. And when you align it to your home, so when you align it to your home, you can find out which area of your space is energetically connected to what area of your life. So for instance, if you want to increase your wealth, then you align the energy map to your home and you can see which area of your home aligns to your wealth area or your marriage and partnership area or your creativity or fertility or career, et cetera, et cetera. And then you go to that area in your space and you can make sure, um, you can look at that area and um, make changes to that area to change that area to your, of your life. And then the other part of your feng shui toolbox is knowing the five elements, which are wood, fire, earth, metal, and water. So everything in life contains the energy of these elements. They're super, super powerful. And if you're a mother like I am, or a parent, or an aunt, or whatever, a babysitter, and you've watched Moana or Frozen 2. I love how the elements show up in these kids' movies. It's so amazing. I wish they had more of this kind of stuff for adults. So you can actually harness the the energy of these elements and use them in your home and on your personal self to play with your energy, to enhance your energy, to give you what you need when you need it. Like for instance, fire energy. When you wear red, you feel like fire energy. You're like radiating more energy. When you wear black, you're like, maybe it's maybe a more of an internal energy where you're like getting business done, taking care of, you're making money. Or when you wear, um, you know, earthy tone colors, you're like grounded and you're really present. And so that's kind of how you play. You play with the elements in your space to bring about energy that you want to um, create in your life. And then you get all your other stuff together that you're going to use to change the energy of your home, like plants, flowers, mirrors, candles, and so on and so on. And in my book, obviously, I list all the, the tools that you have in your home right now that you can use to shift the energy. And the third part of practicing high vibe feng shui is actually changing your space. It's finding the energy blocks in your home and changing that. And so you might have a room that you feel is off, but you're not quite sure why you're just like, oh, the energy is really weird in here. So in my book, I tell you what, what those issues are. For instance, fireplaces are common energy blocks, slanted ceilings. I'm sitting under one right now. I hate slanted ceilings because it's an energy block. Um, and there are so, so many more and no house is perfect. Every house has energy blocks. That's what I was worried about when I first started practicing feng shui and I first bought my house. I was like, oh my God, I'm doomed. I have an energy block. And then I became, <laughs> then I got certified in feng shui and I was like, oh no, I have energy blocks. Everyone has energy blocks and there are a million ways to fix it. <laughs> 
and to enhance it. When you fix the energy blocks in your home and your life starts to open up and new opportunities come your way because if the energy is stagnant in your home, it's stagnant in your life. So it's really important to make space and room for new opportunities to enter, whether that's like romantic opportunities or wealth or career or family, travel. And then you want to look at your space and make sure it's balanced. Like you don't have too much of one thing, too much black, too much white, too much metal, too much soft surfaces, too much color. And you want to balance it because you want to have a balanced life. A balanced space equals a balanced life. One thing that brought me to feng shui was that I realized I had an out of balance life. I spent most of my time working and I forgot about really paying attention to my love life, to um, thinking about kids, to traveling, to experiencing like the joys in life. And you really need to have a balanced life. And one way to do that is start balancing your space and then you'll see your life unfold in a more balanced way. And then the other elements to part the hot spots in your home and enhancing the energy. And by hot spots, I mean areas that like the front door where all of the energy comes into your home. You need to make sure your front door is looking good. It's, it's you know, in line with what you want to call into your life and your bedroom. We spend so much time in the bedroom and it correlates to our love life, our health. There are a lot of blocks in the bedroom that need to be fixed. And when you enhance your bedroom, you're enhancing so many areas of your life. So the cool thing is about feng shui, if your life is great right now, you can make it better by enhancing the energy. And then the fourth part of practicing high vibe feng shui is to continue evolving. That means you know, if you decorated your house five years ago, my guess is that your goals are different than they were five years ago. Your life might look really different than it did five years ago. So it's important to keep your home evolving and so that everything reflects the person who you want to become, not the person who you were five years ago. So you want to continue doing this practice over and over again as you reach your goals. And there's, you can even evaluate your friends, the people you hang out with. You can feng shui your friends. You can feng shui your fridge. You can feng shui your car. It's it's a living, breathing practice that you can turn to over and over again. So if you want to know the 11 steps that I use, the exact 11 steps that I attribute to me getting a book deal, finding my dream career, finding my husband, getting pregnant, you know, The list goes on and on. Traveling the world. Check out my book, High Vibe Feng Shui, 11 Steps to Achieving Your Best Life. You can click the link of my bio on Instagram. You could go to ashleycantley.com or just Amazon. Rate it and review it, please. Let's let's be social together. Find me on Instagram at Feng Shui Ash. Find me on Clubhouse, on Facebook as Elevated Human. And let's continue the conversation. All right, friends, I'm back. I'm excited to continue talking and having guests. And oh, I'm here. I'm here for it. It's been it's been a rocky road, but here we are. All right, guys, talk to you soon.